Welcome to the Wilton Report, your local real estate market update with Josh Wilton, respected real estate agent, broker, consultant, and co-owner of Queenston Realty in Princeton, New Jersey. Each week on the Wilton Report, Josh Wilton takes a deep dive into the research and analysis to provide you with the insider real estate information you need to buy and sell faster and smarter. Okay, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Wilton Report. We had a few-week hiatus with the end of the summer and the beginning of the school year. I hope it was an awesome end of the summer for everybody uh, and beginning of the school year for those of you who are sending your kids to school. I am. So this is the, uh, this is the deal, right? There's so much uh, happening in the real estate market, and there's so much misinformation in the real estate market happening. So uh, we're going to just really kind of get a little bit micro with the numbers today and spend some time on it and talk about what it means to you as the consumer, whether you're buying or selling. Our next episode, we will be talking about the rental market. So if you're a landlord or you're a tenant, you're definitely going to want to tune into that one. But the resale market, and we're going to talk specifically on Princeton today. Um, we're in a recession. We're not in a recession. Inflation, prices are dropping, prices going up. And this is a slide that I shared on August the 19th. And it's really the same conversation that's happening in the market, right? So the conversation we get from buyers is, but I thought the market had slowed down. I thought that it was a buyer. Like, I thought, I thought, I thought. Don't think. <laughs> Let's focus on the numbers. And that's really what we're going to do today is we're just going to go really micro focus on the numbers. So I presented this graphic for those of you who are watching on YouTube. And if you're not, please feel free. For those of you listening on Google or Spotify, it says inventory rises across all markets. Mortgage rates and high inflation have caused buyers to pull back. That was a broadcast uh, message to the realtor community. It's an internal uh, platform on August the 19th. And I, I literally said on the 19th, no, it's still a seller's market. So let's fast forward basically a month because it's been a month since our last broadcast. Sorry about that. To today. And this is the broadcast today. Market Insights, August 22. So they're looking back because data comes in you know, after the fact. Home prices continue to rise in the mid-Atlantic. Yeah, no kidding. It's exactly what I said in the middle of August. Inventory has expanded and it has pretty much everywhere other than Princeton, but it's still a seller's market. That is, that is a broadcast message from this morning, 9-15-22. So I said it in August while everyone's saying, no, 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 the market's shifting. And it is shifting, but it doesn't mean it's shifting like a blanket. It means it shifts in micro pockets and Princeton is its own micro market. So let's get to the numbers. So this, for those of you, again, watching on YouTube, this is a fairly easy graphic to read. I'm going to take my time. We're going to go through it. It's very important as a consumer, a buyer or seller to know the numbers. Opinions don't matter in a commodities market. It's a numbers-driven environment in, in our world at any rate. So last August, because September is not over yet, so the, the data would not be accurate, 30 homes were listed, brought to the market in Princeton. This year, 32, right? Listed volume last year, 33 million. Listed volume this year, 43 million. So just from that, basically the same number of houses have come to the market worth $10 million more than the same number of houses last August. So that gives you an idea of the appreciation that has taken place in the market. 
Last year, 24 homes in August went pending, meaning they went under contract, prepared and closed. This year in August, 28. So you had more homes pending in August of 22 than you did in 21. And 21 was freaking fierce. So I said it in August. No, it's not a buyer's market. It's a seller's market. Now, last year in August, we had 42 homes sold. We had 32 sold this year. So that's an interesting number. And you would think as a consumer, especially a buyer, well, fewer homes are selling, right? But wait till we get to the year-over-year data so you can understand it. Sold volume. So interestingly and frighteningly, last year in August, 42 homes in Princeton sold worth cumulative amount of $45 million, which is extraordinary. This year, 32 homes sold in August of 22. 10 fewer homes, but the net cumulative. It's $45 million. So even though 10 fewer homes closed in August, the same amount of transaction volume happened, which is frightening. The median sales price last August, $972,000. The median sales price, August of 2022, $1.430 million. That is a massive spike. And that's the median. The median doesn't doesn't change as much as the average. Days on market, down. It's not down significantly, but it's down. So, you know, those numbers belie a seller's market overall. And I'm not saying sentiment hasn't changed. I'm not saying, you know, transactions aren't perhaps more challenging because I I will show you a graphic later. Buyers are tired of getting kicked around. They've been getting kicked around for years. So there is a mental change in the market, if not a physical change in terms of supply. So let's look at the year-to-date numbers. So this is through, again, through August, because it's September numbers until we get to the end of the month. They're not accurate because it's not a true uh, look back. This is the biggest story in the market, in Princeton at any rate. I don't speak for other towns because I don't track them as closely as Princeton. Last year, through the end of August of 2021, in Princeton, the Princeton School District, 350 homes were listed, brought to the market. This year, 289 came to the market. So it's September, nine month, the ninth month of the year. Basically, what that's saying is we lost a month and a half worth of supply year to date. So that is a dramatic drop in available homes for sale. That is not unique to Princeton. That is a national issue. I will show you a graphic later. We are in a national housing crunch, meaning there is not enough inventory, just is what it is. So we'll talk about that in a little bit of detail later. Maybe we'll do a broadcast on that at some point. So the listed dollar volume, so the listed cumulative value of the homes this year, I'm sorry, last year was $442 million. This year, 414. So you had 60 some odd fewer homes, right? And the disparity is only about 30 million, which is really, it shows you the appreciation that's happened. Last year, 236 homes went pending, went under contract, ready to close through August. This year, 209. So you have basically 30 fewer pendings. But again, you have 60 some odd fewer homes for sale. So, you know, when someone says, yeah, sales are down in Princeton, yeah, they're down because there's nothing to sell. Like, you got to look at the, 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 all the numbers, not just the number that you want to hear because it makes your case. That's what politicians do. That doesn't work in the real estate environment. 
So the uh, sales volume of homes sold last year, year to date through uh, August was $295 million. Uh, this year's $265 million. So you can see it's like 30 homes, right? I mean, that's about a million bucks each. The sold median last year uh, for the year was $999, just below a million. This year, it's $1.1. And you can see days on market came down. So homes are selling faster than they were in 2021. So again, you know, I will figure out next our next broadcast um, when we talk about the resale market to give you a graphic of the inventory crunch that we're in. Like it's it's bad. So you know, you go to the supermarket and there's nothing on the shelves. It's not a good feeling. That's what it's like for buyers. And not only that, but it is more expensive. Right, it is more expensive. That's not the big driver behind inflation, by the way. Rental pricing is, but that's a different conversation. Maybe we'll cover that tomorrow in our rental broadcast. So that is the Princeton snapshot year to date. It is by definition, because of the lack of inventory, a seller's market. Period. End of story. Especially below a million. Especially, I would say, a million to about a million six. You are in a seller's market. There, there is unequivocable, uh, unequivocally, sorry, a seller's market. Now, buyers, two rules. Real estate is local. I don't care what's happening in Arizona. I don't care what's happening in Texas. I don't care what's happening in states where there is a lot of new construction and there is available inventory, meaning people are building homes. There is a lot of land that you can build on in Arizona. I don't know why you'd want to live there, Texas, whatever, right? There is new construction. There is no new construction in Princeton unless it's a rental community or a $4 million um, home. It just is what it is. There's nothing in the middle. So real estate's local. And in Princeton, we are in an undersupplied market with high demand. It's just what it is. So don't come to the market thinking, oh, I'm going to get a deal or I'm going to offer less than the asking price. You're not going to buy a house. So that's that. The second thing about the market, buyers, the market doesn't care about opinions. It deals in numbers and it deals in facts. And the facts are inventory in Princeton is down 20%. That's a fact. Sales are basically even, right? And days on market are down and the average sale price is up and the median sale price is up. So if you want to buy in Princeton, you have to come into it with a complete view of the market and have a strategy to take the house off the market. It just doesn't care about your opinion because there's another buyer that maybe listened to this podcast and or is working with a realtor who educated them and they're going to make a smart decision. So sellers. And this is important if you're selling your home. Buyers are tired. They are freaking tired of getting kicked around by you. They're just tired, right? So imagine if you're in an environment for three, four, five years, and you're just getting bullied. So we had, I was working with a customer yesterday, wanted to buy in Princeton right at the beginning of the pandemic, right? Couldn't buy anything. Like there was nothing to buy. They went to Florida, bought a house in Florida. It has doubled in value, doubled from what they paid for it two and a half years ago. They're going to sell that and come to Princeton. Now there's her philosophy is I'm selling high, I'm buying high. That's fine. But, you know, she understands that she's going to have the, you know, the, she's going to be calling the shots in Florida. Up here, she's not. Like, she's just, she understands that. So, um, 
but sellers, buyers are tired of getting kicked around. There is a shift in sentiment, meaning they're not going to give you everything you want, right? So sellers, pre-inspect your house. Deal with the inspection items before you put it to the market. Don't let it go to the market and give the buyer a chance to walk away because like I said, they're tired, they're frustrated, emotions are high, right? All of those things lend themselves to deals being canceled. Now, when you couple that with the economic news nationally, right? Buyers have hair trigger, they'll buy it quickly, but they'll cancel it just as quickly. So if you're a seller, pre-inspect it. Do the home inspection before you put it on the market. We've talked about that before. Price it a dollar below the market. You cannot price a home above the market. You won't sell. I don't care how good the market is. So if the per square foot is $485 a square foot, put it on for $484. Why? You'll sell it. You put it on for $486, you're going to sit. And that's how accurate you have to be, sellers, with your pricing in this environment. It just is what it is. And the third thing I will tell you, and this is, this is factual, fix the inspection requests as they come in. Don't give the buyer a chance to cancel the contract. So if you choose not to pre-inspect it, if you choose to put your house on the market and let the buyer take control of the home inspection process, your decision, and they find that you need a new sewer line, right? Or if they find that you have radon and there wasn't enough momentum in the contracts for them to waive all of those things. So now you're back into an issue where you're negotiating the contract purchase price and then condition, right? Post-inspection. My advice to sellers, fix the inspection request, right? If you don't, the buyer will cancel the contract. 99% of the time, they are tired, they are frustrated, and they, they just don't want to deal with it anymore. Couple that with not so great economic news. Jobs are good. Inflation, interest rates, et cetera, not good. So fix the requests as they come in or you will lose the deal and you will, you will make less money for your house. It just is what it is. So what's coming down the pike this fall for the Princeton market? So yes, interest rate hikes, you know, will happen. Uh, inflation was a lot higher in August than people thought it would be. Again, it's not driven by the resale market as much as people think. It's driven more by the rental market. Um, so there's, it's an interesting, we'll talk about it in the next slide, but uh, affordability will take a hit as rates go up. So what does that mean? It means there'll be less buyers in the market. And with less buyers, you know, prices will stabilize to come down in a lot of places. Uh, the more buyers that can buy homes, right? Obviously, prices will go up. That's the affect of interest rates. Interestingly, you know, keep in mind, buyers uh, and sellers, but more for buyers, over 50% of the offers in Princeton are cash. This is not necessarily an interest rate-driven environment. It just isn't. So, and then the third thing we're, you know, you're going to hear about, we'll talk about this fall, is inflation and what it means. So that's that. So my advice, if you're looking to buy in Princeton and you say, what is the safest investment? Town center. People want to be able to walk to town. They want their kids to walk to the high school. They want their kids to walk to the middle school. So if you're looking for the safest bang for your buck, buy as close to Princeton University as possible buy as close to Nassau Street as possible. Uh, the Riverside and Little Brook neighborhoods will continue to be in demand. Once you get west of 206, I think that's where you'll see a shift first. I'm not saying it's happening now because it's not. 
but again, buy as close to in town as possible or buy as cheap as possible in any one of the other neighborhoods. That would be my advice for the fall. Uh, buy the, you know, the, I would say, worst house in the best neighborhood that you can, right? So you'll always be safe there, especially in Princeton. But homes in town will continue to appreciate. I think homes outside of town, I think we're done with the massive appreciation uh, that we've seen. And it will flatline. Uh, I don't see them declining, but it will flatline. This is the long-term forecast for the country, right? America is experiencing a housing crisis. And you can put this in Google. Whatever search engine you use, it doesn't matter, right? Long-term, there is not enough supply to meet demand in certain segments. Princeton is one of those segments. There is a house in town. It was listed, I would say, about a week and a half ago, maybe two. And it's coming soon, meaning people, can, people know it's coming to the market. It's listed at $1.38 million. It's a townhouse about 50 feet to Nassau Street. Newer construction, well-known local architect. I believe it was Hillier. There's going to be a line out the door of people looking at that house. It will have a bidding war. It will go above asking price. Why? Because it's the only one of its kind in town. That's it. Like, you know, so we are in a housing crisis in that there's not enough supply. Uh, we'll talk about that more as we go. But, you know, that is, the, that is the micro of what's happening in the Princeton market. That is what's coming down the pike this fall. And then obviously long-term uh, always when in doubt, build more housing. So that's it. Hope you guys are doing well. I thank you for your time. Uh, obviously, if you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube, you can connect with us on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, and vice versa. Have a great day. I'll see you guys soon. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us for the Wilton Report. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please share it with your friends. And be sure to subscribe to The Wilton Report on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.